welcome to the Mad Beef Australian Rollerblading Podcast. This is Mikey Lynch, and today we're going to just talk real quickly about learning to topsole. So this is a trick that I think some people just nail. They nail topside tricks of some kind or another. I know a guy who, um, a friend of mine, Andrew, who... Uh, Really struggles to topsole, but for some reason can do the um, the sweat stance grind real easy, top side mizu. So go figure. Uh, but for me, it's been I found it really hard to learn this one. I don't know. I've I've got a knee injury on my right knee, and that's my sole foot. My natural sole foot is my right. Although I, I, I naturally mizu with my left, so maybe I should be practicing sweat stance with my left foot. I don't know. But but my right foot is my my confident sole foot and it's my right knee that's damaged and so you know I'm, I'm wary naturally wary about putting too much twisted tension too much torque on that knee i guess um and uh uh and so it's been one i've really struggled with and you then add to the fact that i don't really have access to many kind of p-rails or or grind boxes with coping so most of the skate parks i have access to or all of them have um just kind of a sharp square edge to all the grinding ledges um, or coping on mini ramps and so it's a lot harder to get a topside trick kind of boning it over on a ledge because it's got to be full-on perpendicular almost to lock um, as opposed to being able to be a bit more of an angle on a coping but to do it on a coping, you obviously you're higher up, you're at this angle, you're exposed in a different sort of way. So, so that's been a challenge as well in terms of my excuses. And then I, I don't know the skates I'm riding at the moment are um, Razor's Genesis Nines, and I, I don't know whether there's that's easier or harder the way the sole frame setup is in that kind of thing. Who knows? Uh, what what I find hard, I think, to try and. Uh, 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 to pull apart and analyse the battle of learning the trick is um, I think the natural foot placement, something goes on in my brain and whether it's to compensate for the knee injury or whether it's something else and just my instinct of thinking about the trick, I naturally, my instinct is to put the foot and out kind of almost sort of underneath my my left shoulder you know if you picture my foot uh, coming in uh, turning left towards the ledge to jump up and then my right foot coming under me as a sole foot in the top side position I'll put it right out under my left shoulder rather than underneath the center of gravity underneath my hips underneath my um, my right shoulder um, do, do, do you kind of see what I'm trying to say there and so so I'm just sliding out all the time or I'm even able to sort of lock, but it's more like a topside cess slide sort of thing rather than actual a, a locked topsole on the angle of the ledge. Um, and so that's the first thing I think. I, I, I just have to do again and again and again to get my brain to think that my foot needs to sit underneath me, underneath my right shoulder, kind of in a line rather than compens- overcompensating. So that, that's the first thing that, that I think getting that instinct right. The second thing is I've definitely found that a higher ledge is an easier ledge. So trying to practice this thinking, oh, it's safer on a lower ledge and therefore I'll do it on a lower ledge. No, no, a higher ledge, whether it's like two feet or even just one foot, that's easier because I'm having to jump up, I'm having to crouch down, forces me to bend down, forces me to bend my knees. So, I mean, like with almost every grind, you naturally want to be able to be up high to 
kind of bail out and not commit. But the more you can sit down, the more you can bend down, the more you can bend your knees, the more that you can think bailing out is going on to your hands and knees rather than bailing out it being able to jump out freely from a kind of standing position. So I think that's the second thing is crouching down. Um, uh, and the third thing is just owning it, that actually it is easier to learn a topside trick on a coping. And so actually I have found it a whole lot easier, even for my brain, that instinct thing I was saying of getting the sole foot underneath my centre of gravity, that's easier coming up a quarter pipe or coming up a mini ramp um, than it is coming up to a ledge. You know, and, and maybe that's the combination of, of it's a it's it's above me and I'm going up to it. Maybe it's that the turn that it's just a 90 degree turn makes it a, somehow an easier lock. Um, obviously, it's the coping itself um, that 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 is a higher kind of thing to lock onto. But then I think something about having my body and my weight sort of above and over that when you lock onto a a quarter pipe or a mini ramp trick, you're above and over. The, the grinding obstacle, the coping in the platform, uh, entering back in, it kind of adds you almost into this kind of slightly horizontal relationship to the obstacle. So I'm starting to nail it now, and I'm starting to feel really confident doing that on the copings and the mini ramps, and every now and then I'll stick it uh, on a ledge, but I'm nowhere near as that guaranteed. So that's still a lot of work just to sort of drill that into me. Um, but definitely nailing on the mini ramps, getting more confident with that. Not quite confident enough yet to go for uh, for the fish brain to sort of completely commit just to the one foot. I'm not, not that yet convinced. Um, and also I've had a few nasty bales trying to lock into um, even just uh, just a, a normal Mizu, let alone a topside, um, uh, you know, sweat stance uh, on mini ramps because when you bail out of that because of the wide stance, you're really going to come down hard on your hip and I've had a few stacks and so I'm psyching myself out on that one and I wonder actually switching up into the Mizu is the first step there to get comfortable with that wide stance trick. Um uh, obviously stalls, practicing stalls onto quarter pipes is another step in learning. So practicing just a topside stall before you then do it into the topside grind, that really helps. Um, and there was one other thing I was going to say, and what was it? Topside stall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the other thing that's psychologically for me with the bad knee and wary about kind of serious knee injuries is I think... Um, uh, it seems to me that locking into a sweat stance where to get out of that trick, if things don't work, um, you've got to free both feet up because your weight is entirely into the grind. Um, uh, and especially for a sweat stance, it's entirely uh, locked in over the top of the obstacle that to get out, both feet need to come out. And so the risk of a foot getting caught in some awkward way is quite high. So, um, so there are things down the track. I'll let you know how I get on with that. Um, but again, contact us, get in touch, share your little tip tricks on those sorts of things as well. All right, see you later. Ad V for Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests, or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.